Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Special breaking news, Alby. First time ever. First time ever what? This is the first time they've ever vacated the speakership on a vote. Are you sure? Yeah. I, I just yeah. thought I heard Janine Pirro on The Five say that it, it's been 100 years. They had voted, they held a vote once before, but they didn't actually succeed in removing the speaker. And then there was one other time when they were like going to hold a vote, but they didn't make it to the vote. So this is the new status of the anyway. House of Representatives. On this vote, the yeas are 216, the nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. So it's funny, Democrats aren't making more noise there yeah they just said now what so what happened was well people are that's why i think people are confused now on this vote (laughs) so now the first time they've ever done this now um mccarthy worked with the democrats to do the continuing resolution and so Mm -hmm. gates has recalled mccarthy on um with the democrats so all the democrats joined gates and a few others and all the republicans essentially joined mccarthy but all the Democrats yeah, eight, needed was eight. eight Republicans. Right. So McCarthy is no longer speaker. All they needed was five, I think. This they dude is even rip less. leap. It was, chair declares um, the House in recess, subject to the call of the chair. He beat this out of the table with that. that so was, that's, I believe that's Patrick McHenry, who's been declared the speaker pro tempore. He is not in a... Uh, he's a McCarthy a, guy. So, and I don't think they were expecting it to necessarily actually happen. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of like the dog actually catching the car because like you heard them all, like nobody clapped or anything. I don't know what people thought was Well, I don't happen, think but, if you're the Democrats, you don't want to be a, a, any part of it. I mean, you wanted to vote and had it happen, but you don't want to take ownership of it. Because yeah. they do own it. It's mostly all Democrats. 
Well, really, Matt Gates owns well, it. Well, sure, too. sure. But they, I mean, they could sure. have helped McCarthy. They didn't want to. Hakeem Jeffries said he wasn't going to. McCarthy said he wasn't going to try and make a deal with them. Why would you I, do anything but so, so chaos? Why not? Yeah. And basically, the Democrats said this is their infighting. Let them fight and figure it out. I right. don't think we're going to end up here with a Democrat speaker. I don't no, think no, no, that's no. what's going to happen. Um, Here's McCarthy but, is as he's escorted out. It's it's interesting. He looks like a prisoner. Congressman, will you resign? Congressman, will you resign? Will you resign? Will you put yourself back on the ballot, sir? Did you mock the congressman's faith? Don't go behind the don't go beyond the ropes. The rules are back now, and of course, a lot of people are saying um, it matters. It matters. This is totally team team sports at this at this point. If you're yeah, so now- a, a Tea Party or not a Tea Party guy, if you're a Freedom Caucus guy or a really big uh, the hell with it MAGA guy, then here you go. Oh, boo all you want who have hollowed out this town and have borrowed against the future of our future generations. I'll be happy to fund my political operation through the work of hardworking Americans, 10 and 20 and $30 at a time, and you all keep showing up at the lobbyist fundraisers and see how that goes for you. I reserve. This is a guy who's universally, with the exception of like six people, hated by his party. Yeah, by the and by the other party, too. He's really like kind of a disliked guy. Very um, interesting. But... You know, and this is the Talk situation that was set up by winning a really narrow majority because it means that you don't need to lose that many Republicans to have an unstable situation. And it also is um, set up by, you know, Trump pushing so hard for McCarthy, who's kind of hated by the base. It's like how we pushed for Ronna McDaniel as RNC chair. Like the people who like Trump don't like McCarthy, actually. Right. And it's like made some strange bedfellows. So obviously, I mean, Jim Jordan, Marjorie Taylor Greene, a bunch of Freedom Caucus type of people have been with McCarthy here because and you heard Trump say it the other day. People were asking him about McCarthy and he said, I like McCarthy. He's always said nice things about me. So, you know, that's as that's as far as it goes with Trump. He doesn't really care. Like, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens now. I think. I think one of a few things could happen. I don't think there's any pressing reason why they need to have a speaker if they have a speaker pro tempore. I don't know the rules. I don't know the I don't rules, know the but rules I mean, either, but... I don't know what they... No Republicans are going to vote for a Dem speaker. Right. So... To whose benefit? People have called you a narcissist. People say that is to your benefit alone. Is it to the benefit of you and to Donald Trump? It's the benefit of this country that we have a better Speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy couldn't keep his word. He made an agreement in January regarding the way Washington would work, and he violated that agreement. We are $33 trillion in debt. We are facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. We face a de-dollarization globally that will crush Americans, working class Americans. Kevin McCarthy is a feature of the swamp. He has risen to power by collecting special interest money and redistributing that money in exchange for favors. Uh, we are breaking the fever now, and we should elect a speaker who's better. So we- to whose benefit? Obviously so, yeah, and I mean, he's not wrong. We are on the verge of a debt crisis. This is a few days ago from um, CNN opinion by Brian 
Rydell, I guess his name is. I don't really know who he is or what his deal is. Oh, he's a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute. Turns out if you look at the story, it tells you. Um, but this was an interesting article to me because um, it's once again talking about the fact that the Fed has raised interest rates. There's no signs they're going to go back down. And Washington has spent the last 15 years borrowing at incredibly low interest rates. And that debt rolls over at the higher interest rates. It's not fixed rate. The interest rates on this stuff go up. So the debt payment within the next few years is going to balloon into like another Department of Defense, essentially. Right. So the national debt is about to become a huge, huge problem. And we continue to do deficit spending. So we're continuing to add to the debt. So just at the existing rates without any new spending, right? Like even if Washington passes no new spending and Washington allows all the tax cuts to sunset, which they're definitely not going to, nobody's going to let a tax cut, particularly on, you know, middle-class people expire. Um, then we're going to have a huge huge problem paying our bills we're really like on the verge of a serious problem so because you know we borrowed all this at very low interest rates and washington has not like noticed that they're going to have to face the music here that the payments on the debt are going to keep escalating you know it's really bad i mean to the tune of trillions more dollars per year that we're going to have to spend just to pay the interest payments on the existing debt that we already have. So, you know, it's like if you buy a house at an adjustable rate mortgage and you don't lock anything in or refinance or whatever. Um, so it's a really big problem. It's really going to start to impact Washington. And, you know, like people have to get serious about spending. They have to. You know, and, and that's not the conversation that's happening in D.C. at all. Well, at, you know, not in the slightest. So, you know, somebody does need to take it seriously. I'm not sure Gates is a guy. I'm not sure that like his tactics. A lot of Republicans on social media are really mad. A lot of them were mad about what he did the other day where he tanked the deal the other day, you know, saying like, oh, we could have had the more conservative deal, but they screwed it up and blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. But at some point, it becomes not worth the, like, half-measure compromise solutions, too. Well, I mean, I'm... Well, so, so what is your personal feeling on what's going on? My personal feeling is... Well, I mean, I enjoy excitement and chaos. I enjoy that it's the I first time we've gotten... I like chaos, right. That, you know, I enjoy that we've gotten rid of the House Speaker for the first time ever in the middle of the thing. I think it's kind of exciting. I You know, I think it's interesting how they voted on it and it went that way and everyone was just quiet mm-hmm. like wow well, what what do we do now <laughs> you know because i don't think they know what comes next so i think there's a few possibilities of what could happen we could go back to doing the thing we did when kevin mccarthy was voted in as speaker which you know where we hold a bunch of votes ideally it's bas- supposed to be one but a bazillion they, yeah. times and they negotiate and they argue and whatever and they try and see if they can vote McCarthy in again. That's one possibility. Mm -hmm. 
I think, and I don't know enough about the rules if they can just leave it, it, it vacant, but like, I don't necessarily see a reason why not. Like, you can just have the pro tempore guy hang out there, Patrick McHenry, who's a McCarthy guy. You know, I, I don't think like the ceiling's going to fall in or something if they don't elect a new speaker. I don't think a Dem is going to be elected. I think they could end up eventually, after a bunch more votes, voting McCarthy back in. There's not an obvious consensus candidate. That you're going to be able to get in there, I don't think. I mean, do you? Who would possibly? Maybe like a Jim Jordan or somebody? Yeah, I guess so. And, but you know, but is that enough to get like the also, really moderate also, conservatives Also, I don't like the idea too? of elevating like good pit bulls to the uh, management role. Right. You know, they don't do both. The Speaker of the House is responsible for administrating the oath of office to members of the U.S. House of Reps, giving members permission to speak on the House floor, designating members to serve as Speaker pro temp, Counting and declaring all votes, appointing members to committees, sending that's where the that's where the power is, right? Mm-hmm. The committee stuff. Um and sending oh, sorry. And sending bills to committees and signing bills and resolutions that passed in the House. The speaker is also second in line up behind the VP to president. Um Jim Jordan is good in his roles and he's investigating mm-hmm. and he's good and um I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Have there been? Has there been a GOP chick speaker? No, right. Mm-hmm. By the way, Nancy Mace, who I thought McCarthy had saved her bacon a couple of years ago, um, she is. Um, she spoke about him too. I've made deals with Kevin McCarthy, with the speaker, that he has not kept to help women in this country. And we have done nothing for them. Or as a survivor of rape, and I worked all year on a rape kit bill that hasn't seen the time of day, I cannot tell you how frustrating that is as a woman in this conference, in this capital, to have that happen. Like, I, I, if you make a promise, you should keep it. And if mm. you promise women you're going to help them, then you damn well better do it. So as a fiscal conservative, I'm, I'm angry. As a woman, I am deeply frustrated. And the- well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Dude, tick some people off. And all, he just had needed to yeah. tick a few off. It is interesting, though, because, I mean, obviously Gates famously does support Trump, too. Yes, Trump's um, guy. And- but this is by no means a refutation of Trump. No, but McCarthy's also a Trump guy. Mm-hmm. Clearly, and has a lot of Trump people Even on so his side, Gates. right? So it's very much. I mean, like I think the media wants to cast it as like Trump MAGA people versus the establishment, but it's not necessarily that either, because Trump very much has been in favor of establishment people in those roles, like Ronna McDaniel too. Yes, you know, but mostly I see Republicans being very mad about it online. I don't really care. I mean. What were they going to do that was so great with McCarthy as speaker? Oh, it's dysfunctional. It looks bad. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I don't... Like, it's all a bleep show anyway. All of Congress. Julie Kelly has a great tweet mm-hmm. on this. Say what you will. Uh, but my sense is that if McCarthy had not embraced Ukraine funding all year, formed a separate J6 committee, or at least a highly functioning weaponization committee, and immediately moved to impeach Garland, Ray, and or Mayorkas, none of this happens. I I feel that way. Mm-hmm. I feel that way. I feel like he's he hasn't he settled the in to be the kind of speaker that he wanted to be, mm-hmm. rather than the rented custodian that he what really was. Right. You know, he was like he. This was not a normal ascension. He's out of step with where the party is really. 
Well, yes, and I also... I mean, and that was clear from the battle to vote him in as well. Yes, I guess so. Because that also was, quote, unprecedented, you know. But, yeah, kind of uncharted territory. I assume now the Republicans are getting together and trying to figure out what they're going to do. You know, the, I, I think it's... I think it's a positive thing that the party is forced to listen to fringier elements and chaos agents a little bit. Yes. You know, because you got to do something real, then that means to satisfy them. And I think that I think that especially when he got voted in with so much difficulty, he obviously made promises to people at that time in order to get voted in about ways that he would handle stuff that didn't come to fruition. So, you know, it, I think that it's important to hold him to account. If he gets voted in by promising you stuff and then he doesn't do it, then, you know, fair's fair. I'm right what there is with that it. noise you keep making? Okay, so that noise is, this is important inside info. Okay. Or oh, effers. So, um, we stream, and this is good, so you guys want to know, we stream on Acast. We used mm -hmm. to stream on SoundCloud. Now we stream on Acast. As of a few days ago, in order to get into Acast, now you have to do this recapture thing. You have to put your username, password, and then the recapture thing where you have to click all the squares with a motorcycle on them or quick, click all the squares with a bike or, or right. a bus. And it's been a huge pain. It's been a total pain. It also logs you out super fast, where it used to keep you logged in much longer. Yes, yes, right, right. I can do it for days. Now I have to keep on doing this freaking login thing, and it sucks. It has made this, the enjoyableness of this thing, of Acast, it's terrible. It's terrible. And I'm always logged out when I get back in. I got to go, mm -hmm. you know, circle 153 freaking motorcycles. And I, this is the third. I've done it three times today. Three right. times today already. And so I... You're just, on the live chat with an agent. I'm on the live chat with an agent. And I said... Uh, and it shows a whole bunch of people are up there. Uh, live human beings up there. They seem sure. very nice. And I said, this new recapture login thing sucks. I'm sick of hunting for buses and motorcycles. They respond with, how to create a podcast on Acast? Which podcast listening app should I use? How does Acast measure podcast download data? And they said... And then they respond... Did that answer help, or are you still looking for something else? If you didn't get what you needed, reply here to continue the conversation. I said, no, the login requirements suck. They then sent the same exact thing, three options. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to swear. The um. F-U-C-K-I-N-G, all caps, login requirements F-U-C-K-I-N-G-B-L-O-W. I've escalated. <laughs> Is that how you escalate a com Jesus customer Christ. service complaint? And they've sent the same thing. Wait, wait now it says talk to a person? Yes. <sighs> Tommy in the chat says, welcome to AI customer service. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. It sucks. Sucks. I don't care if somebody figures it out, logs in as me, and does um, does Al-Qaeda propaganda on the Burn Barrel uh, XML feed. That's fine. I just don't want to have to go through this thing. It's the worst thing in the world. I used to have these battles all the time with, um, what are those called? Splash screens. 
when I was a web guy at even mm-hmm. WRKO, they're like, oh, we're going to sell splash screens. I was like, why would you do that? Why would you, why would you tell everybody, F you, you've got to sit here and endure this stupid promo for like 25 seconds before we let you in to our mediocre website. Oh, God. Oh, okay, that's fine. Nobody cares. Okay. Um, should we move on, Alice? There's been a murder in Winchester. Should- there's yes there's a lot going on today actually there's a lot of stories that i want to get you and there's stuff i didn't get you from yesterday oh, that buddy, i wanted to get to my buddy who i've uh, as you know i've been you've nego- famously corresponded i'm with. in negotiations with mm-hmm. uh dan katz big mm-hmm. cat at barstool is in a spat with taylor swift not with taylor swift but with swifties well I would say. they're uh, very very upset with him you don't think somebody's gonna get to her and she's gonna move the story she tends to um Ignore media flaps, generally speaking. Where am I looking on, on this phone? In Winchester Ma- residence. Okay, so, so you have the original thing? The story? Yeah. Yes, I have the story itself. So basically, I can fill everybody in on the story if that's where you want me to start. So uh, <laughs> basically, I can do it. It's an NBC This was Boston. a story. Um, this is a story that was emailed to us from the local patch today where I read it to you because I was like, I don't, I feel like I'm missing some information in this story or something. Something's weird, but it is from um, yours and Kirk Winahan's hometown of Winchester, Massachusetts. So uh, we were intrigued. Um, Winchester, Massachusetts police investigating whether a dog was shot to death after its owner said it was fatally wounded while on a walk uh, with its owner in a Winchester forest, according to multiple reports. The dog's owner reported hearing gunshots Monday evening. Uh, just before finding his dog, who was off-leash, dead off Sussex Road, but can't confirm that the injuries are due to a gunshot, WCVB reported. And then it's on WCVB and Neckin and everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, and basically this story is this guy's walking his dog in this Winchester woods that you didn't even know. It's like on the Medford side of Winchester. Yeah, I'd never heard of this. I have been there. Me and an old friend in Winchester had mm-hmm. once visited up there. We thought, we were told there was an insane asylum called like the Brooks School or something there. It wasn't as like developmentally challenged kids there. They actually caught us poking around. And yeah, like, you know, so it's, it's just... like behind the Oak Grove Cemetery. So um, almost in Medford, yeah, essentially basically. In Medford. Yeah, I'd never heard of this place. Um, so, but this guy was on his walk with his dog here, off leash. Says he hears gunshots and then finds his dog dead. Now they're saying that they haven't confirmed that the dog was killed by gunshots, that they have to do an autopsy on the dog before they know. But the police, he says he heard another gunshot like 15 to 20 minutes later. The police searched the area for two hours. There's apparently helicopters overhead today. Everybody's going nuts there. Like, they're advising residents to avoid the woods. Yes. And, like, it's this whole big thing. So then Tom happens to, because of his status as a former Winchester resident, be permanent in, sachem <laughs> permanent sachem, be in the Winchester groups. So we went looking to see if anybody had any more information. So the first comment on this is, sadly, it was only a matter of time. This was 100% prevent- preventable. That is by a guy named John Myra class of 1991 ally of thomas shattuck alice this is a uh, uh, I believe shares our politics why was it only a matter of time i don't know we'll see this this guy andy says or this woman andy says um uh, like no gun law maybe john myra says like obey the exist- existing leash laws maybe i love it john By- <laughs> john myra's dog blaming which i think is fantastic he says well, that's why- one of my questions is but like it- is that so if this is like 
a pit bull that's off leash and ran at somebody like if i were armed i might shoot it but i don't know if that's what happened or well, is but this in the like- woods in the woods there's there's a chance there's going to be unleashed dogs in the woods so john Myra says i mean but if it runs at you a dog depending what type of dog if you had a gun would you shoot it i mean or do you wait until it has your head in its grip I mean, we don't know what type I, of dog. I, I don't know. Alice, it's Winchester, Massachusetts. They're, well, it's almost the, Medford. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> You're an elitist, Alice. <laughs> John Myra says, uh, like, obey the... Exist- You're an elitist. You're the one who said, it's Winchester, Massachusetts. John Myra says, like, obey the existing leash laws, maybe? Why take away a constitutional right to protect a lawbreaker? That makes no sense. Andy gets back to him. Killing dog who doesn't even bark at you has nothing to do with protecting yourself. What about the dog's rights to run free? Do where dogs is, have a right to Where run is that free? exactly mentioned in the Constitution? The dog's rights to run free. Can you imagine that? John Myers says, first, who says a dog wasn't barking? Second, the owner couldn't even see his dog. That's how far away and out of the owner's control. I like that Myra's going right in for the combat right away. There's no mourning period. Uh, hi, John, by the way, if you're listening. Um, that's how far away it was. Uh, it was shot. Third, there are several off-leash dog parks in the area. Go there where it's legal. Fourth, dogs don't have a right to run free. Fifth, so, uh, sorry. Fifth, how do we not know that this dog didn't threaten a person with small children? That would make the shooting 100% legal. Even if there were no children, a concealed carry permit holder can legally shoot a dog or any animal for that matter. This is He's a 2A guy who's ready for this fight. That is perceived to be a threat. That is why we have leash laws to protect humans, not animals. This is a tragic set of events that could have been prevented if the dog owner was responsible they weren't and the poor dog paid the price very sad julia weissman says do we know that the dog was shot because it was perceived as a threat asking because i didn't see that in the report posted myra says no we don't know i said i could i said i could it could have been what we do know is that statistically concealed carry permit holders does he sound like Mm -hmm. are are more law-abiding than off-duty police Okay, we also know the dog was off leash illegally and would probably still be alive if it kept on a leash. <laughs> no victim blaming. Maura Sullivan says, sorry, but you have absolutely no basis for that comment unless you know the shooter and the reason for the shooting. I'm shocked at your response. This is getting good. Jerry Levine says, Maura Sullivan, it seems particularly reckless to discharge a firearm so close to where people live in a place where people go walking. I never heard gunshots when I was in Winchester, I gotta say. Well, it's uh, hold, on, hold on, okay. hold on, hold okay. on. Don't say anything, because I know what you're going to say, but don't say anything. Okay. Morris Holden says, I love how everyone sticks up for the lawbreaker who's irresponsibly cost a dog's life. Myra says, hold your assumptions. Um, Morris Holden says, John Myra, are you sticking up for the shooter? That is a shocking look. And if you read my post, it focused only on you. Um, what was the other, the comments, um that you had read or well that's before. what i was getting to i think they're on a different post than the one you're reading this is marcia brown's original post says have the police caught the person who shot the dog in the town forest they're treating the town forest as a crime scene processing looking for clues it's this was a dog walking in the forest with its owner sick and really disgusting and then someone else deborah comments very upsetting also upsetting we live a hundred yards away and the police are just notifying us now shouldn't an alert have gone out that a person with a gun disturbed enough to shoot an innocent pet was in the area mm-hmm. an innocent well, pet well first of all we have no idea only this one guy says he heard gunshots right and it, we have not autopsied the dog yet so we're not sure 
We also don't know. Were there other comments that we had? had, had? Yes, I'm getting to that. Okay. Um, so then the next person, Christiane, comments, no, no info is available or warning about shelter in place for those of us who live in the neighborhood. Oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Sheltered in place. She needs a shelter in place. There were shots fired somewhere in the woods Maybe. in Winchester. Maybe. Possibly. And so everybody needs to be locked down by government. Yes, please t- make us shelter in place. Tell us what to do. Disturbing and scary. So there's helicopters circling the area. This is disgusting. Wait a second. Somebody say tell us what sad. to do. No, I'm saying okay, that, yeah. that asking feels like we should have gotten notified sooner. So, how beautiful Do, you, do they that? know? Are they aware in Winchester how often... There's people that get shot in Boston all over the place well, and, and it, like nobody shelters in place or does anything about it. And there may be some kind of hunting allowed in Winchester in some places. I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about what that mm-hmm. woods, but you know, there is in our town right now where we are essentially new report essentially. Um, so, so now people are all, but going, imagine if in Boston, if they were, did a shelter in place every time somebody oh, got shot in the streets, we need to have a shelter in place. But, but also like, what is the idea of shelter in place? Well, there's a deranged individual with a gun out there somewhere, so maybe. So it helps to be in the fetal <laughs> position panicking. Order us to panic, please. We need to be ordered to panic and to hide away from anybody. Like this, this idea that whenever anything happens, we all have to crawl in hope that we're not just executed where we lay. It's right. amazing. Like, why would anybody ever shelter in place? Assume attempted murder charges would be viable for the dog's owner who could have been hit. People are disgusting. That is beautiful. Dog's owner was not within eyesight of the of the dog. Horrifying and sad. Awful and cruel. Should be treated as a crime. I keep saying there's too many guns around. How beautiful is this? And that this town melts. And that this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, like infighting between people, calling each other horrible, awful things, because people, oh, it's gun people again. And the gun mm-hmm. guy, my guy, John Meyer, class of 91, is, of course, a right, and he's duking it out with them. And there's total chaos in this town. And as of 47 minutes ago, there's breaking news. Right. I mean, so I'm just wondering, though, because people do live around this area. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody else reported hearing gunshots, correct? Okay. Which norm- Did you hear the last thing I said? No. I said, in 47 minutes ago, there's breaking news. Okay. Sorry. Dog that died at Winchester Town Forest, which I never knew existed. Was not shot. Necropsy finds. <laughs> Listen to this. So okay. this town, the pitchforks are out. People are never going to speak to each other again. A dog that died at the town forest in Winchester, Mass, likely fell on a stick. 
<laughs> Wait, fell on a stick? What? An, so now that changes everything? Now the biggest a-hole in this story is the dog. <laughs> you don't have not fall on stick training downloaded automatically? I would put the dog owner in contention for the biggest a-hole, too. Yes. I heard gunshots. Do they know what gunshots sound How like? embarrassing. <laughs> like, we have friends whose dog got killed by a bus. Yes. That's a terrible and awful, but, like, that's a story to tell. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, where's Mr. Boots? Hell on a stick. What? <laughs> You're not around here? Wait. Hell on a stick. I love that there are helicopters all over Winchester, too, today. The media copter. <laughs> Look for the shooter. Look for the shooter. Shelter in place. There could be a stick anywhere. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Can you imagine? Likely fell on a stick, fatally wounding itself. <laughs> Wait. I need to know, get the breed of this dog. <laughs> and necropsy found contracting initial reports uh, co- sorry contradicting initial reports that the dog was shot which is the police say they received a call around 6 30 for a dog that had been shot and killed in the town off by the way so this does tell you the cops now should be saying uh okay we just spent a lot of money they brought in state police they brought in all sorts of resources yeah they've the been searching the area for like hours and hours trying to find the dog shooter uh, when they arrived, officers spoke with the dog's owner, who told police he was walking his dog off leash when he heard a gunshot and then found that his dog had been shot. <laughs> Fluffy could only have died from a shooter. Fluffy was just like a person, so intelligent. It must have been a shoot. Imagine that. That means the person who was walking the dog immediately went to <gasps> Second Amendment person with stupid hat. You had to have your guns. See? Now I don't get to have my dog. They wanted, this is all, everybody wants to be the biggest victim in there. And you get people in the, who live in the neighborhood saying, you're not telling us to shelter in place, see? We could all be sticked. <laughs> While speaking with a, a concerned neighbor, the dog's owner said they heard a second gunshot in the distance. I'm what? sure it was really far in the distance. Gunshot, ice cream talk, truck, you know, <laughs> either way. Did it sound like, did it sound like the MBTA? About 20, 15, 20 minutes after the original shot. Hmm. However, Yvette took the body of the Australian Shepherd. That's too bad. That's a good dog. Overnight. No, but that is a that is a massive F up for an Australian Shepherd. Massive F up. That's like tripping into a tree shredder. It almost that, you, makes like, me you, wonder if the dog owner is on the, the up and up here. Because dun, dun. How, do you, how do you have a dog that... You run to the police and you claim it's been shot, and then the autopsy says it tripped on a stick. Like, I mean, I what could have happened? I'm just he impaled I'm himself. <laughs> but I mean, like, it, it just seems like a weird thing to me. It seems like the owner maybe did killed the dog. And Alice, I, I mean, like, I don't know. It just seems like an odd thing to confuse. According like, to the if, town's if, police if chief. Tom, if Pepper ran away from you in the mm-hmm. woods, if you had her off leash, you're walking her in the woods, and you then called the police and said Pepper had been shot, and they found you sobbing over her body, and then the autopsy said she hadn't really been shot, what would I assume happened to Pepper? That I killed her. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. By the way, wasn't there... Was the dog not ambulatory as it was trying to recover from its stick? <laughs> I mean, well, no, because he said he found the dog. X-rays further confirmed there was no metal in the animal's body. Thus, officials believe the dog was impaled on a stick, causing a fatal injury. 
okay, according to the town police chief, that, who's like at this point, like, why am I still involved in this? This is somebody's. This is a. I think they should investigate the owner seriously. According to the town's police chief, a necropsy found a piece of stick embedded in the dog's lung. Ouch. Really? Yeah. Okay. The report of a potential shooting set off police Tuesday. It set off a police investigation in the area. State police were called in to assist with ballistics. K it was ballistics canines. They brought. They dared to bring other dogs into that killing zone. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that is that is awful. Let me check and see how my buddy John Meyer is doing. How are they taking the news in the Winchester Town Group? Anybody- Meyer starts it with sadly it was only a matter of time. Immediately dog blaming, but he wasn't wrong. Has anyone broken the news to the group members yet? Oh, yeah, there it is, 12 minutes ago. The dog impaled itself on a stick, according to WCVB. So now do we all go back to our corners, or...? I hope they get to the bottom of this. It's very concerning. Not only for our pets, but if this dog was killed by somebody, that's a very dangerous individual. People saying that... Um, there's still people that think that the dog was attacked it by was somebody, shot. potentially. So you're with saying he died somebody with a stick, the but dog not of a stick, stick, Alice. He was actually potentially. shot. He was shot with a stick. Right, right. <laughs> with a long bow or something. Although right. that doesn't really make a gunshot noise, so... No. I still, I still am side-eyeing so, well, the owner. Here. The idea that people have so much psychological and prior baggage now, the idea that shelter in place is something that you want to be a viable option for if anything goes on that's weird. Tell me to stay in my house. By the way. One guy says his dog was shot in the woods and you want to shelter in place. But I have a question for you. Alice. Do you need to be told to shelter in place? (laughs) No, you're free to do so. Can't you just go downstairs and lock the doors? But I want everybody else to do it too, so I don't feel like a total pussy. What the freak is wrong with these people? It reminds me of like the second Halloween of COVID when um, yes. the first Halloween, like the government issued all kinds of guidance about how to have a safe Halloween with COVID. And the second Halloween, there were a bunch of people who were like, there's no guidance being issued for how to safely trick or treat this year. So I'm not sure what I should be doing. Like Halloween of 2021, like there was so much confusion. People didn't know what to do because nobody told them how to safely trick or treat for Halloween two of COVID. You stand in the doorway, 85 feet away as a table with candy on it, um, spaced apart. Well, do you remember even that first Halloween too? There were people who like put the candy out on sanitized cookie sheets and were like cleaning them in between each batch of kids that came through in case you had like the COVID on the cookie sheet or whatever. Yes. Uh, listen, home, homie, I know you have stuff to get to, but we have to get to the chat chat. Okay, so let's get to the chat chat, and then we'll do some more stuff in the Patreon show after, which we owe people because it has been a couple of days. And that's when we get into Barstool and the more Taylor Swift stuff. Big Cat. Big and Cat this, and Taylor Swift. I mean. Um, and there's other good audio, too. But uh, Because my question is, does this so discord now between Big Cat and Dave Portnoy, who's like the biggest Swifty? Yeah, probably not. Probably not, yeah. Um, uh, who is this brought to us by? Uh, this is brought to us by the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline chat chat, where you can leave a message. 
Healthy debate. Here is a list. Healthy debate. That's Rico Bosco's new show. Songwriter. He's a barstool guy too. Who are currently alive? Who I feel match up. Steve has committed to this debate. He's Alice. Very. This is Steve's finest hour. Yeah. With very Taylor important Swift to him. and or are better than Taylor Swift. Okay. Ooh, here we go. Elton John. Correct. Madonna. Mm. Correct. Mariah Carey. No. 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 She's a dumb. Bob Dylan. I had an attractive period, though. I understand people really like Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. I I know that they do. I don't. It does absolutely nothing for me. Stevie Nicks. I don't know if she wrote enough songs. I know that Fleetwood Mac, they were all writing songs. I'm not sure. Dolly Parton. I mean, Dolly Parton. Actually, I'd compare. Taylor Swift does not have a song as good as Jolene. Uh, although to Dolly write that, um, and she does not have a good a song as so. good as "I Will Always Love You." So Paul Simon, Paul Simon is blows Taylor Swift out of the water. Mm. Absolutely, Willie. Not- Never forgive Paul Simon for stealing Edie Brickell from me, though. Terrible, terrible. He said Willie Nelson, Nelson, Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond's written a lot of good songs. Willie Nelson's written a lot of good songs. They're both, yeah, they're both better than her. How many? Ma- how many? Neil Diamond songs. Yeah, but I just don't think Taylor Swift has songs that are iconic. Like I think that. she has a lot of iconic songs. I think it's like it's mostly like this. I also think we're a lot closer to it. Like we're watching it happen in real time. She's probably like halfway through her career right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and she's already written a ton of iconic songs that are completely in the cultural lexicon. Well, sure. I, I don't think these songs have the... Oh, it doesn't matter because if people are in love with the songs, then they're in love with the songs. But I just think that her music is derivative. It, 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 is, it is not brilliant music. Um, I don't think musically, although I can tell that she's trying to mess around, I don't think musically that she's got the chops. She's not a gifted musician, I would say, like at any particular instrument or anything. Like she can play guitar and piano, right, tolerably, but she's not. Well, like, and that's not a requirement. And she's either. not. She's not a voice the way like a Mariah Carey is. Yeah, or, Mike, or, Mariah Carey is an empty head. You know, but she's not like. You know, she's not a singing talent necessarily. She's gotten a lot she's better. Not, over I think the years. you're underrating her. I think she's she's fine at instruments. She's got. She's, a fine, she's fine at instruments All she does and is singing, do but she wouldn't. Covers. She wouldn't be famous for that on it on its own diamond Joni mitchell billy joel Joni mitchell and billy joel I, i'm not a huge Joni mitchell person I, her look bothers me um and billy joel yes I he's like in the billy top joel. five he's in the top yeah. five obviously he's also derivative but he's kind people of people like stuff that makes them happy though and billy joel is in that category Taylor Swift is in that category jay-z jay-z is not steve no come on now Rappers are not songwriters. I'm sorry. With few exceptions. Would but you I'm put not... Kanye? Would you call Kanye a songwriter? I, I would call him a songwriter. Yeah. He's another one who I would say makes stuff that makes people happy. Although I wouldn't put him in the category with Taylor Swift He's... in terms of greatness. Yeah. Springsteen. Oh, Springsteen. I can't. There's a lot of crap. I mean, Springsteen, like I said yesterday, is like the guy's version of Taylor Swift. There's a lot of crap, but you kind of people like the spirit of it. And plus, they both give good concerts to go way too long. Don Henley. Yeah. I'm not a... He's fine. I know a b- bunch of guys in their 60s who 
absolutely hate the Eagles and will never listen to the Eagles and claim in the 70s they were considered a hack band. Jackson Brown. Not a Jackson Brown guy. Do you know him? Mm-hmm. Probably not. He's like Don Henley, but, but okay. different. Bono. Oh! <laughs> Although, has some U2 good has songs. a bunch of good songs. Stuck in U2 a Moment is, is a good That song. whole album is better than anything Taylor Swift did. That's not true. Yes, it is. She's no. never had a song as good as Pride in the Name of Love. She just simply hasn't. Mick Jagger, Keith Richards. So the the Stones were good. They do have a bunch of hits. There's no doubt. They, I'll, I'll put the Stones over her. Oh, yeah. And I Sir Paul McCartney. They have a McCartney bunch of good is, You don't even need to. McCartney's but, great as part of Lennon McCartney. His, you can find a good 20 solo Paul McCartney songs that are brilliant pieces of music. More brilliant than what she's got. Mm. I, I feel really like f- maybe he should lose credit for some of his solo songs. Steve though. was just about to, I thought he was about to say Irene Cara. Do you know who Irene Cara is? No. feel that Alice, yes. Is Taylor Swift a great songwriter? Absolutely. Made if, some headway now. Sure. If you look at any act songwriter list Taylor Swift doesn't make the top 20 at one point Rolling Stone had her at like 97 like oh, I care what suck. Rolling Stone says yeah I mean you're really really off base and I'm gonna continue it's not, I mean, this until I I legitimately can't think of anyone statement. I legitimately cannot think of anyone who writes stepping all down. over him okay Speaking that's fine but like I don't really care how Rolling Stone ranks, to, ranks people said, but I can't think of a single person who writes their own songs who has the level of continuous ongoing massive success that she has and that's like for a reason I mean hmm I just don't know. Like I just I don't know. To. Like I, with new music, I mean, she has continuously come out with new music for eighteen years now. Jewel was like, so much hotter, though. Well, yeah, but I don't. Did Jewel write her own music? Yes. Um. Okay. So Steve said, "Do you care to edit your statement?" As he no. mentioned, when you stepped on him, no, no, oh. I don't care to edit my statement. And like Paul McCarr said, at least at some point, some of it has to come down to a matter of opinion too. So. Right? Isn't it, isn't a piece of this equation like what you like? Yes, yes, it is. So there you go. Doctor Cheswick is weighing in. Okay. Isn't it amazing listening to Bill Maher and that other guy say, "Well, some Sam of that Sam was Harris. true," you know, and and their followers just absorbing it as truth. Right. Yeah. And I only say that because I don't watch him. I do. I, I did oh. watch him interview. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was a very good interview. Although I, I can't stand the fact that he sits there getting high while he's talking to someone. Oh, that's different. That's club random. That's different than real time. I don't mind him getting high and drunk on that. I'm, I kind of like to see it. Um, uh, you saw the new polling RFK takes away from both candidates, but either way, Trump beats Biden if RFK is in it. That's, there's one poll that says that. This is the first poll that I've seen that has it as a three-way race. Um, I mean, it's, it's an interesting result. It's not what my gut feeling would say is correct. Is it what your gut feeling would say is correct? I feel like he'd take more from Trump, but I feel like he'd take more from Trump too. And whenever they've pulled his favorability with Democrats and Republicans, he has much higher favorability with Republicans than he does with Democrats. Um, 
And, you know, for people who are single issue voters for vaccine stuff. Also, I can't get over the fact that some a, a grown adult with a house probably worth well over a million dollars is beseeching the government to tell them to shelter in place. <laughs> I can't freaking get over this. How do we have a broken Volvo in the driveway? I don't get this. We've Jesus. made bad choices. <sighs> but whatever. But still, I mean, well, most of that was true. You know, that, like, if you if you went into a court and said, well, Your Honor, most of that was true. Yes, most <laughs> of the case I'm, I'm submitting here is because some is lies. <laughs> <laughs> what, how are they going to determine that what you're saying is actually factual when parts of it are untrue? Right. It just it's so blatantly just moronic. Yes, I, I, I made I made six gallons of lobster bisque. Only one eyedropper full of arsenic is in there. So most of the lobster bisque is not eyedropper. <laughs> it's not arsenic, I mean. Uh, a couple of all you can eat uh, messages. Oh good. New all you can eat out today, hey, by the guy. way. Can you believe that was this morning? That was a freaking lifetime ago. It was. Help me understand from a novice standpoint, mm -hmm. if Kevin McCarthy were to be kicked out, mm -hmm. what never would happen. happen? Would Harris or Biden nominate somebody to fill that vacancy? No, he's well, so we, this is what we've been talking about today, yep. obviously. It's it's just an election in the... Yeah, so they have the pro tempore, the temporary guy is in there now, who's a McCarthy guy, and now they get to vote again until they find somebody. This one, a naming convention, Alice... T.S. Mm -hmm. so for Tom Shattuck? Or Taylor Swift. Can't be the greatest. This oh. is probably Taylor oh, Swift. Okay. Hey, guys. Hey. I think Alice is missing the major point here yeah. as to why Taylor Swift can't be the best singer-songwriter alive. She only appeals to half the population. Her mm -hmm. music is directed solely at women, mm -hmm. so she is missing half the country half that, that is mean, a good point i mean everything she sings is gendered right not necessarily lucy in the sky with diamonds is either about a hazy lsd trip but i or do painting think, it's not gendered but i do think i mean so first of all obviously she appeals more to women but there are guys who like taylor swift but i think plenty of the artists that people are submitting as you know better than her appeal more to men than to women. I mean, stones have stuff that's not gendered. I mean, not... I mean, they I definitely mean, sing as a guy. Appeal, to, appeal more to one gender than another. Do you know... Yes, I get do it. Do you know, like... I mean, do you know a lot of women who are really into Bob Dylan? I'm sure there are some, but I, and there are also male it's, Taylor it, Swift fans, but it's, I mean... I, I, I You know, it's a question for somebody one generation older than me. I, I, I don't know. The world could care less about her music. And I know, I'm sure she's got guy fans, and I'm sure a lot of them are into, uh, you know, musical theater as well. I think that's true. But when you and say Dave somebody Portnoy. like Bruce Springsteen or Paul Simon, they appeal to both uh, sexes equally. So... 
that makes them a great songwriter. Oh, I don't know if Springsteen appeals to both sexes. Springsteen's his guy music. This is loading dock from the old factory. Well, once again, I'm not saying before a bunch of people call in are like, I'm a girl and I like Bob Dylan or I'm a girl and I like Bruce Springsteen. Caller's point is not... Caller says there are male Taylor Swift fans. There are female fans of Bruce Springsteen. There are female fans of Bob Dylan. Nobody's disputing that. So before you leave messages saying that but i'm saying like appeals more to i mean sure if your music only appeals to women can you really be the best songwriter ever if you can't write a song that a large majority of men will even like that's just a thought so i think i do think it's an interesting point though because i do think that part of the reason that this upsets people like we talked about yesterday is that i think that a lot of men like really don't like Taylor Swift, and like and I think it's not just that. I think but it's, I think it's the same also... way men have mm-hmm. um have a disdain for their like girlfriend's cats. It's because the girlfriend like really loves stuff. the cat. Yeah, and, and she's it's like dumb. spends yeah, right. But I think there's like a little bit of a chicken and egg thing there, where it's like, do you not like the thing because it's like girl stuff and it's dumb organically or like the fact that girls like it makes you think it's girl stuff and it's dumb do you know what i mean yeah i I don't know and i also think that i also think that part of the lack of appeal to men is that it's like frankly not sexual enough i think there's a lot of that like madonna like steve loves madonna right madonna very clearly caters to the male gaze in a way that i mean i think taylor swift is sexy and obviously wears sexy outfits but i think there's a lot more in a madonna video that's for guys specifically than that taylor's not catering to well and madonna was proudly a manizer she made that known Mm -hmm. you know and and taylor swift not only does taylor swift is she not like trying to be slutterific she demeans Slutty girls. You know, she made her bones on a mattress. What is that? It's the lyric that she just changed in one of her songs. Yeah, the um, the she's an actress, but she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress. Good line. But that's, you know, so she's the wrong. You know, we want the mattress girl, generally. Uh, well, yeah, but she's a girl's girl, like we've talked uh, about, yeah, not exactly. a guy's girl. But does that make her not a good songwriter? No, but as far as the appeal goes, it's probably skews the appeal. And I also don't think that the, what happens after she does the music really is the point of this conversation. Like, where it goes, how it's distributed, and who's consuming it shouldn't matter. The fact mm-hmm. is, um, it, it should be the work product, because we're talking about the best songwriter. Alice, there was the same amount of singers and songwriters in the 80s as there were today. The biggest advantage that the musicians like Taylor Swift have today are things like YouTube where you can craft your own music list and you get the opportunity to tune out all the other singers and yeah. musicians. So that's why you it's didn't... harder to be super big because people have access to whatever other musicians they want to have access to. Right. And to. This is what we were talking about last yeah, night. So. I agree. Uh, this is naming convention. Are you ready? Okay. Steve. Oh, no. Step on this from Merrimack. Okay. Hi. Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Steve couple things. Yeah. One, Steve from Gloucester, uh, gentleman, 
a scholar. Oh, come on, these losers. This is <laughs> pathetic alliance. Get a room. P- pathetic alliance <laughs> made up here just to have a united front to attack. I like that the Steves like each other. Mm. A friend. And he also backed me up on you being a step-on host. Incorrect. And I really, really loved the example that you played for you being a step-on host. You were stepping on it. You were stepping on the stepping. When you replayed it and added additional live commentary, by the way. And also, just for your information, yes, the the video doesn't have to be playing for it to be stepping on. You paused stuff what? so much. Yes. It's it's horrendous. No. That's stepping on a message. No, you, it is not. Like, right now what I'm doing, there's... Everything needs to be addressed here in pieces. Okay. This message here is a one minute and 25 seconds long. It has to be. He and, would like you to play the whole message. And pausing on a video <laughs> is taking issue with, like with the video is like the Bill Maher thing, is taking issue with certain aspects and arguments that people are making because the nuances right in there are really important. If you let them get past, mm-hmm. and it becomes you've accepted a premise that you should not. This is my, this is the whole my whole thing here about. And I want to tell other aspiring producers: learn to use a microscope on the pieces of content that you're going through. So you true. can find hidden nuggets in there. Ruin the flow. What flow? case in point today? Steve has flow. We are playing that Bill Mars sound. Yep. You ruined that segment. No way. It's Alice thoughts? I don't know. I like how I do like how you pause things and go through them. Well, to be honest, there you go. Like and with I, the longer interviews and stuff. And you know what else? Guess what? Taylor Swift is the greatest living songwriter. There you go. I see. love you too. So you and I are allies <laughs> now, and the Steves can be allies. Sucked. I'm sitting there in the car going, "Just play the goddamn audio. Let it play. Then comment on it later." No. See what you would have usually gotten that as are cuts, mm-hmm. clips. Um, they would never have played four minutes and 36 seconds, which the whole thing was. Right. So essentially, I was making cuts out of it. but On with, the fly. On a buck. Because uh, you're too lazy to do it in on advance. A I'm not too lazy, Alice. I, I do a lot of it. Um, I, it's just I don't have all the time in the world anymore. I know. You, you, God. No. Jesus Christ. And what? then as for you launching a uh, an investigation. Correct. Yeah, I'm going to start calling you Jamal Bowman. Okay? <laughs> yeah, he's doing his own investigation, too. <laughs> God. You are the worst. Imagine oh, I let God. this go for... And uh, Alice, uh, thank you for uh, admitting that uh, your husband is a step-on host. Yeah, thank so you. True. It is true. Thank In- you. Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> Such dishonesty. Thank you so much for listening. If you are listening or watching on the Patreon live stream, just stay there because um, we're going to do the Patreon bonus show afterwards. You can access that through a special RSS feed that's also ad-free, by the way. If you don't like the ads on the podcast, podcast. then you then there. there, uh, I don't like the echo. Can you not do the echo, please? Um, That's at patreon.com slash burn barrel that you can access that. If you prefer to listen for free, burnbarrelpodcast.com. Ice cream. Mm, Ice cream. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.